Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Some big changes to a WWE championship. An AEW star injures themselves before the boat. And if you have WrestleMania tickets, you might as well get rid of them now because you're not going to need them. Tell you why in a bit. For Friday, January the 24th, 2020, my name is Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. The best thing for the women's division right now is that we eliminate the term women's, right? I think, I think it's now starting to hold us back. We're then going, oh, this is the women's segment. This yep. is the women's thing. Why do we need that division? We need, we need people. We need characters. We need people mm-hmm. looking for the main event spot, not the top women's spot, the top spot. That was Becky Lynch talking on WWE Backstage about the women's division in 2020. Um, more so the, the lack of a need for a specific women's division in 2020. Some really salient points were made about how we shouldn't be looking at wrestling as like oh, the women's segment or the men's segment. They should just be segments on a show. And off the, off the back of this, a story came out from PW Insider, reported by Mike Johnson. And it said that on Wednesday, WWE made the decision to rename the NXT Women's Championship. And it will be here on known as simply the NXT Championship. This removes any uh, connection to gender from the title belt. Um, According to PW Insider, there was no reason given for the change and why it's being made now, Uh, but it adds speculation as to whether the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships will follow suit. Now, Mike Johnson refers in the article to Becky Lynch's appearance on WWE backstage because the two events happened incredibly close to one another. Becky Lynch uh, spoke on WWE backstage about how it shouldn't be about a women's division anymore. And then less than 24 hours removed, uh, this story is starting to come out about renaming the women's championship. Becky responded to the, the connections being made between the two on Twitter and she said the following my comment about removing the word women from the conversation wasn't about renaming a division it was about beginning to rethink it I wasn't advocating for any changes in title names or anything else like I would have the power but simply an equal volume of opportunities that are based on skill and not gender the term women can limit openings because phrases like there's already a women's match on the show is still in wrestling's historical DNA we are all just 
first superstars who want our shots and places on the shows if we earn and deserve them. I'd simply love for us to get to a place where there's three women's matches on pay-per-view or ten or none if it so happens we're not serving the audience. Some really valid points made by Becky Lynch. And I think we should be at that point now. And, and, and the comments about it being in the DNA is absolutely true. I've been a wrestling fan for 30 plus years. And I think I've seen more change in the perception of women's wrestling probably in the last five than I've seen in the last 30 the idea that now like the, the women's championships are on par with the men's in terms of what main events. And it's, all, it's weird when you talk about stuff like this because you're, you're terrified of it coming across as, as, as pious or pithy, and that's not the case at all. Like, as, as Becky said, this is something that's been so ingrained in wrestling fans, and it's a big attitude adjustment that's happening very quickly. And surely as wrestling fans, we should all just be behind the idea... The, the matches that we care about the most should be the ones that we want to watch and should be the ones that end up on the big shows. And that should be regardless of gender. It absolutely should be. I've been to some phenomenal wrestling shows on the British wrestling circuit, some of which have been headlined by the men's matches, some have been headlined by the women's matches, some that have been headlined by intergender matches, some that have been headlined uh, by a raffle. The, the raffle one was a bit rubbish. But, but it's, it's all about just, it's not about the gender anymore. It's now about, I want to see people who I like in a story that I like fighting, regardless of what they're packing. In 2020, I'd like to see, I'd like to see so much more of that. I want the women's championship to go on last at WrestleMania if the mood suits it. I don't want it to be like it's done because we feel like we have to. I want it to go on last because it, it feels like it should. Like the the big win for Becky Lynch and that pioneering moment at WrestleMania, and the fact that it was above all of that the most hyped. Feud Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey had the biggest build of anything at WrestleMania because it had been building since, like, October. So, like, of course that should go on last, you know? I want us to be in that world more often. And to anybody that might complain about, oh, if you call the Women's Championship the NXT Championship, how will we know the difference? How will we know the difference between Adam Cole and Rhea Ripley? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know how we'll figure out the difference. Maybe, maybe, and I'm just, this is just a punt. Maybe one of them's Adam Cole and the other's Rhea Ripley. But <laughs> I don't know. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. This is my moment to shine. This is my type of flight. Anyway, AEW star Sammy Guevara uh, missed out in-ring action during Dynamite on the boat this past Wednesday. He was there. He got uh, dropped with a DDT by John Moxley uh, whilst on the boat. But he was also in conversation with Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, who were on board the boat for a special episode of Wrestling Observer Live. And he explained why he wasn't wrestling. He says, I was taken off my wrestling shoot this past Wednesday. It was very, very tight. And... 
and I couldn't get the laces out of the knot, so I had to force it off. Something in my ankle pulled a bit. A couple of days later, I felt it a little bit more, then the next day, a little bit more, then on the day of the cruise, I couldn't walk on it. It's swollen, and now I'm limping around. So as a result of hoying his shoe off too quickly with the laces still attached, Sammy Guevara may have pulled something in his, in his ankle. This is the guy that does some ridiculously high-risk moves, and it's pulling off a shoe that takes him out of action on the boat. Uh, John Moxley was set to compete against Sammy Guevara whilst on the boat. Uh, obviously, they didn't wrestle, but Sammy was there and and ate a, a paradigm shift by Moxley during the night, which, which made the fans incredibly happy. Uh, Sammy Guevara isn't expected to miss a massive amount of ring time from this, and uh, he should even be back in the ring by Wednesday. Of course, if that's not the case, we'll let you know more about it. spoilers for the women's royal rumble match now we spoke on the news video yesterday myself and alan bachiti about the rumored return of naomi who is going to be in houston at the time of the royal rumble and this is around the time she's due to make a return so she could very well be one of the 30 women in that match there's a few other names that could be getting amongst it as well including nia Jax. this is coming from dave Meltzer, who says that she is close to returning now and a return at the Rumble on Sunday would actually fit her timetable quite nicely. PW Insider is also reporting that Nia Jax is indeed scheduled to be in Houston for this weekend. Uh, could be maybe a surprise entrant in the women's match. Another WWE star whose return kind of coincides with the Royal Rumble. We've mentioned her a couple of times on this news podcast. It's Ruby Riot, And PW Insider uh, have reported that she's scheduled to be in Houston this weekend as well. So her return is looking imminent. And this is great because there was a... Back, back months and months ago when she suffered her injury, uh, the scheduled return time was sort of the first quarter of 2020. So if she's in a position where she can get amongst it in the Royal Rumble, she seems to be ahead of schedule. The ratings are in for AEW, Dynamite and NXT, and it's another win for All Elite Wrestling. Dynamite averaged 871,000 viewers, down a touch 7% this week. Uh, NXT, however, had a much better week than they've had, up 10% with 769,000 viewers. This was probably due to the fact that AEW Dynamite was pre-taped. There's a, there's, a, there's a big thing to be said, and we saw this with NXT over Christmas, that when one of the wrestling shows is pre-taped, the other live one will see a bump. And this has been a nice bump for NXT. Uh, across the last 10 weeks, uh, it's pretty much been uh, a domination for all elite wrestling, with the exception of the odd couple of weeks. Um, there's there's obviously there's a lot of buzz around AEW, and there continues to be. And I'm excited for the fact that AEW have been signed up until 2023. I think as a wrestling fan, you, you even if you're not a fan of what All Elite Wrestling offers, the fact that there is an alternative out there is a really, really good thing for everybody involved. And if you don't like it, no one's making you watch it. So that's good, isn't it? WWE Backstage was up as well. Over 100,000 once again on Tuesday night, uh, coming in at 111,000 viewers on FS1. It was something like 84,000 last week. So CM Punk turning up has once again uh, given the viewership a little bump. They didn't massively hype that CM Punk was going to be there, though, which I thought was quite interesting. 
Uh, they, they, they normally really go to town on CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk's on. Whereas it was just very kind of matter of fact that he was there this week. But regardless, it saw an increase in the viewership and it wasn't a bad episode of, of the show at all. Um, Becky Lynch's comments that we talked about in the very beginning of the, of the podcast today. Uh, one of many spicy discussions that were had on WWE Backstage this week. Looking ahead to SmackDown tonight, a contract signing uh, is taking place between Daniel Bryan and The Fiend Bray Wyatt. They'll be officially signing on the dotted line for their strap match at the Royal Rumble. So if you missed the build to this, Daniel Bryan says that, well, the only way to beat a guy who keeps disappearing is to strap yourself to him. And they'll no doubt add a little bit, a few more layers, a few more wrinkles to that story. Also tonight on SmackDown at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas, Roman Reigns and the Usos are going to face Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Some six-man tag team shenanigans. And we'll no doubt see maybe one or two more people punch their ticket to the Royal Rumble. That'll be on SmackDown tonight. And Sam Driver from Cultaholic will be on the YouTube channel on Saturday and he'll give you the grades for SmackDown on Fox. Alex Riley is the guest of Chris Van Vliet this week. Another really interesting conversation with Chris and a member of uh, the wrestling world. Uh, Alex Riley talks very openly about a situation that occurred between him and John Cena back in the day. This was a situation that was never massively publicised, but it, it led to some real animosity between John Cena and Alex Riley to the point where like John Cena was was never a fan of Alex Riley after whatever happened. Speaking with Chris Van Vliet, uh, Alex Riley said in the interview it came down to two men just not liking each other. As sad as that is, it had an impact on my career because he is who he is. Now, the, the incident apparently took place in 2012 and it was John Cena and Alex Riley. And backstage, John Cena was... Was, was given a few verbal shots to the ribs on Alex Riley, just a bit of ribbing backstage. Uh, whether this got too much, Alex Riley got very aggressive and snapped at John Cena for it, uh, at which point John Cena just, bang, almost immediately cooled on him. Alex Riley went to apologise for it the next day, but John Cena really didn't seem to be having any of it, and they, their relationship wasn't anything to talk about after that. It was... A strange situation. The interview that Alex Riley does with Chris Van Vliet uh, is a really fascinating one. I would suggest taking some time out from your Friday to check it out. PJ Black has signed a multi-year deal to stick around with Ring of Honor. We heard last June from numerous sources that PJ Black was being courted by WWE to make a return to NXT. However, he is enjoying his time in Ring of Honor and has penned another deal with them uh, that will see him there for the next couple of years. He's doing good things at the moment with the stable lifeblood and he's obviously part of big plans for head booker Marty Skrull going forward. Volta has had a chat with the Mirror newspaper and says he wants a piece of Brock Lesnar. Talking about the Royal Rumble, obviously Brock Lesnar's in at number one. Volta said, I will go in second. I don't care. Volta went on to say, I respect the guy because I think Brock Lesnar is the smartest professional wrestler on the planet right now. The number one, work the least amount of time for everything else, for everybody else. Work the least amount of time for everybody else. Do your own thing. Perfect. Volta and Brock Lesnar, number one and two. I'd be nervous as to, like, how Brock Lesnar would manhandle Volta. I don't trust WWE with my Volta anymore. 
one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Finally, if you have tickets to WrestleMania this year, I'd suggest you burn them. Just rip them up, throw them away, because you're not going to need them. You and I... We ain't going to make it to WrestleMania. The world is blowing up before then, and I will tell you for why. Because the Friday before WrestleMania, Black Label Pro are putting on their show, Threat Level Midnight. And last night, they announced one of the feature attraction matches for that show. It will be Filthy Tom Lawler, who is a badass in his own right, going one-on-one with the returning... Haku, a.k.a. Meng, a.k.a. the hardest man in wrestling. Every single shoot interview you have heard with a professional wrestler has talked about Haku in exactly the same way. Haku is easily the most dangerous man in professional wrestling. A legit, savage competitor and... On Friday before WrestleMania, at the ballroom in Tampa, Florida, he's going to fight filthy Tom Lawler. I'm really concerned (laughs) that the world might blow up. Oh, you don't think Haku's a tough guy? Listen to this. Would you say he's like the toughest wrestler of that era? That, you know, back in the day, I could give you a handful. I mean, you got Haku. I've been in, you know, I've been in L.A. and some of those things. I've been in St. Louis. And that thing he does, it it really works. I mean, we were sitting sitting at a bar, me and Kurt Henning, St. Louis, and these Marines come in. And uh, they were just joking, they were drinking by the end of the night. One of them come over and said, what are you guys hanging out with? I, you know, if I was you, I wouldn't. He goes, well, we'll we're Marines, we'll do whatever the hell we want. And I said, well, not tonight. I said, it's going to be a bad night, you guys do something like that, man. The, who the hell, you know? So it just kept going worse, downhill, downhill. And then finally, a couple went over and started messing with Haku. And it was freaking kick, kick, and up in the throat. And four or five of them were laying, and the rest of them were looking. And, you know, it was me and Kurt and Rude, and Rude took a couple guys out, and, 
It was over before it even got started. But... Filthy Tom Lawler versus Haku. It's not about who wins. It's about what is left at the end. My days. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Friday. Later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, Jack the Jobber is here with Wrestlers of the Week. This is where Jack surveys the wrestling landscape and counts down the 10 most impactful wrestlers of the last seven days. He hasn't even wrestled yet, but I'm pretty sure Haku should be number one. Just going to put that out there. Over the weekend, we have a live stream for Worlds Collide. Adam Pacitti and Jack will be giving their live reactions as NXT take on NXT UK. Then on Sunday... The Royal Rumble is occurring, and next week you'll see myself and Ross Tweddle's reactions to the best event in WWE's calendar year, in this humble journalist's opinion. On the podcast feed over the weekend, uh, a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw review. It is a King of the Ring 1994 watch-along. Myself, Justin Henry... And Photoshop John Eiley, tagging in for Matthew Gregg, are going to be watching King of the Ring 1994 along with you. And then on Sunday, uh, episode two of Wrestling in the 20s. This is looking back at uh, how the wrestling world shaped up at the dawn of the 1920s. Did you ever hear about the fight between Ed Strangler Lewis and Jack Dempsey? Willard can't come out for the fourth round. His nose and cheekbone are fractured, ribs broken, half a dozen teeth knocked out. Willard lost his title while sitting in his corner. There was rumour and innuendo Dempsey had either, and you can choose your favourite from the following here, used a knuckle duster during the final round, concealed a rail spike about his person that he inserted into his glove during the fight, or had plaster of Paris coated around his hands, which had set before the bell even sounded. Dempsey the killer, Dempsey the champion. In the boxing world, this is scandalous, but it kind of fits the wrestling world quite nicely, doesn't it? The Gold Dust Trio thought so, and Billy Sandow issued a challenge to Jack Dempsey on behalf of Ed Strangler Lewis. My personal wager of $5,000 still stands that Ed Strangler Lewis can beat Dempsey inside of 20 minutes in any ring in the world. I've put fight in speech marks. You'll find out about it on Sunday. I will speak to you next week. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 